Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. On the phone lines is the founding father of Wagertainment, the prop king. They also call him that as well. Nick Costas from You Better You Bet, of course, on the BetQL Network weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Nick, thanks for joining the show. What's going on, guys? How are we doing tonight? Doing well. How are you, sir? I just asked that. Uh, doing awesome. Doing awesome. <laughs> no, I'm two doing times. fantastic. Yeah. Nick, are you going to get the papers? Get the papers. <laughs> Johnny, two times over here. <laughs> Nick, what are you on tonight, man? Um, we, we've been t- discussing the total. We've been discussing the side. A lot of people waiting for that seven to come around before they hop on the Saints. I listen to you guys talk about it a little bit before us. But what are your official plays tonight in this game? And also feel free to throw out your props as well. Yes, I, uh, I have Mark Ingram over, over 46 and a half rushing yards. I have Zeke over 44 and a half rushing yards. I feel like those numbers are too low. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who like the Saints backup running back is tonight. Tony Jones is inactive. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Tony Jones, uh, he's inactive. Uh, Kamara's obviously not playing in the game. So I think it's the Ingram show. So I think Ingram's number is probably 10 yards too low. I also think Zeke's number is too low. And I know, look, Tony Pollard's awesome. Like, there's no doubt. I think Pollard's better than Zeke. But, like, Zeke's still going to get the work. And, like, I just think that his total is probably – his low total is probably too, 10 yards too low also. I'm on Traquan Smith over receiving yards, 40 and a half. Um, as far as wide receivers go, he was the second most targeted wide out last year by Taysom Hill. Alvin Kamara finished behind Michael Thomas in terms of overall targets. But then it was Traquan. So there's a familiarity factor there with Trib with uh, – with Traquan and Taysom Hill. So I like to Traquan over. And uh, Juwan Johnson, anytime touchdown, plus 600. The, uh, the Saints pass-catching tight end. He goose-egged in the game on Thanksgiving against the Bills, but ran like 25 more routes than Nick Bennett, the other tight end for the Saints. It's Adam Troutman out for the year. So Juwan Johnson, anytime touchdown. Um, I do have a bet on the Saints in this game. I bet them earlier in the week when it looked like everyone was going to play when Armstead, Ramchick, and Kamara were all practicing. So I have Saints plus five. I am waiting for a seven, and then I would come back and play the Saints again. I would never bet Dallas at this number, but also don't have a ton of interest in New Orleans. So it would be Saints or nothing for me. If a seven does pop in between now and kickoff in about 10, 15 minutes or so, I would consider putting more on the Saints. But for now, I'm I'm stuck, honestly, with what's probably a crappy bet with Saints plus five. Anything on the total? Uh, I Honestly, I would probably bet the over if I had to do anything. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's 45 and a half is really low. It's like so That's low. like generally reserved for two like bad teams playing outdoors. Um, the Cowboys, so... I came on the show last week, I think, or maybe I didn't come on last week. I, I, I came on one of the shows last week. One of the weeks. And was asked about the total. Yeah, I think it was the Daily Tip. <laughs> and was asked about, yeah, because they were pissed about your guys' Thanksgiving parlor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, we were pissed yeah, about which it, I thought too, was by pretty the way. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they asked me about, like, the three bets. And I like the under in the Bill Saints game. The rationale I gave was, I don't think New Orleans can score, like, and do their part to kind of score to get this over the total. Um, I felt like Buffalo could score. Now, tonight, Dallas is easily going to be able to score. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, but I do feel, feel like New Orleans can do their part to get this game over the total tonight. Like, I, I don't know that Taysom Hill's great as a quarterback, but, like, at least he can move. Like, Trevor Simeon can't move. So, Simeon's bad and can't move, but Taysom Hill is bad and can move. So, I certainly think that helps. So, um, I haven't bet it. If 45 hits, I, I, um, I may bet it. But uh, I would not bet the under. Uh, only over for me tonight with the Cowboys. Uh, Nick, I lost a bunch of money on Seattle on Monday night, and I'm looking to probably do the same yeah, thing, to too. be quite honest, uh, coming up this weekend because they're three-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, Juice minus 115 right now. But San Francisco, I've been on them the last couple of weeks, and they're looking good right now. Russell Wilson can't throw the ball 15 yards down the field. His hand is mangled. Still, I kind of want to play Seattle. Should I, uh, should I not do so? Because they look awful. I loved your tweet about him uh, shaving points. I thought that was hilarious. Because, yeah. Like, you, I mean, and it's obviously a joke, but, like, how do you look that bad? And then all of a sudden, you know, and we knew that drive. You knew that game was coming down to that two-point conversion, by the way. 
Yeah, well, once yeah, once Washington <laughs> literally didn't have anyone on their roster to kick a right. 20-yard field goal, which is hilarious to me at the end of that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I, 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 and you look, like, I should have known better on Monday night. Like, anyone betting the Seahawks games right now, like, you are literally, like, you're guessing. Um, and that doesn't mean that you can't be right. Like, you could be right. But any bet on the Seahawks now is predicated on, is Russ going to be Russ or is Russ going to be Geno? Because right now he's Geno. Like, he's not Russell Wilson. Like, you might as well have Geno Smith starting. Like, that's, it's almost like that's how I want to think about it now. Like, it's not Russell Wilson that's a three or a three-and-a-half-point home dog against San Francisco. It's Geno Smith. So it's almost like, is that number right? Like, Geno being that big, if that's kind of a dog at home, with one of the stadiums with the biggest home field advantage in the NFL, like, Seattle's up there, right, with New Orleans, Buffalo, Green Bay, like, Vegas, like, teams that have Kansas City, teams with great home fields. Seattle's, like, right up at the top of the list. Like, it's kind of a crazy number, right? But then you think, oh, well, if Gino's starting, maybe it's not that crazy. Um, I made the game three and a half. I'm going to pass it. Um, so no bet for me. Um, not that Seattle can't or won't win. I almost think the more interesting thing, if you think Russ is going to be really great in the game, they still might lose because San Francisco should be able to score a billion points even yeah. without Debo Samuel. This total, speaking of low totals, this total's at 45 and a half right now with the Niners and the Seahawks. It's almost like if you think Russ can be good, I'd almost rather bet the over because yeah. I think that game is probably like four to five points too low if Russ looks good in the game. Nick, your boys playing the Miami Dolphins. I was about to tell you guys earlier in the week because I was feeling the same way you guys felt. Uh, give me the Giants. Give me the points against Miami. Now no Daniel Jones. But I, I have to admit, even with four, I kind of feel comfortable a little bit with that defense because that defense is surprisingly good. But the drop-off from Daniel Jones and Mike Glenn, like, can you maybe talk about that drop-off and how much that impacts what they do offensively? They're not even a crazy skilled offense at the moment with Daniel Jones, but how that impacts them on the road. And did you do anything to get off of your original Giants play? No, I'm sitting on Giants plus three right now. Um, and here's what's crazy. And, like, I, I'm not, like, looking, I'm not like trying to report anything, but he may play in the game. Like, Daniel Jones may play. Like, I'm looking at it now, like, practice yeah. for a second straight day today. The quote is he's preparing to play. I mean, that seems crazy to me. But, I mean, I guess, like, he's played through injuries in the past. Um, and if he does play, I feel like the number is going to come back down here. I, I, I think the game should have been two from the start, like Miami minus two. So three was an easy play for me. I mean, Ken Barkley made it like Miami, like minus like half a point. So he was even more bullish on the Giants than I was. Um, I, honestly, if it's Glennon and it's four, like I, I kind of still like the Giants because this is how I look at it. Um, it's like when Aaron Rodgers didn't play against the Chiefs, that number was one and a half and closed seven and a half, right? I yeah. think, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that closed seven. And yeah, a half. seven and a half. That was like a six point. Yeah, it's like a six point difference between the two quarterbacks. Like, the difference between Daniel Jones and Mike Lennon is probably, like, one point or, like, a point and a half. Yeah. Like, Glennon is not a good starting quarterback, but he's definitely an above-average backup in the NFL. Like, that is definitely true. Like, I'm not saying he's great, but as far as backups go, he's pretty good. Right. And Daniel Jones is one of the, is a low-end starter in the NFL, so I don't think the drop-off should be that significant. So if I think the game is two with Daniel Jones, maybe it's three or three and a half with Glennon. I think there's still some theoretical value there with the Giants at four, even if it is Glennon. So I'm going to stick on my position, on my original position with the Giants. The Dolphins are the, like the team du jour this week that's getting hyped up by everybody. Like I love Tua, so like I'm not trying to bash Tua here, but like we're trying to make it out like Tua is the left-handed you know, Samoan Marino. I don't know that that's the case here. So <laughs> he can't uh, throw the ball the over 20 yards. My bet. <laughs> he can't no, throw the ball over 20 I, yards. I, like Dink and Dunk special is, is the name of the game. I like Tua, but yeah, I'm going to roll with the Giants this week. Nick, it, uh, earlier in the year, we talked a lot about Zach Taylor. We talked a lot about the Bengals. I think it was on that Thursday night contest against the Jags. Uh, Bengals looking kind of like best team in the AFC North right now. 
Um, what do you think about this game? They're three-point favorites against the Chargers, and do you like them to make the playoffs? And if they do, do you think that they could win a game? Um, well, right now, if the season were to end today, and we did this, and if people are interested, check out You Better You Bet um, from today. We did our first NFL playoff sim of the season, which is great, where we take, like, what the season ended today, what the matchups would be, nice. and then, like, project, like, what, like, Ken thinks or what I think the spread would be and how we would bet the game. If the season ended today, the Bengals would travel to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs, and no, they would not win a game if that were going to be the case. But I do think Cincinnati, like, obviously, like, looks good to make the playoffs. I, I love Joe Burrow. I like this defense a lot. Next sentence, um, Chargers plus three is my favorite bet of the, of the week this week. Oh, I, um, I made the, the game. I made the game. Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, they, they pissed me off. They let us Kim. down last week. Yes, they did. They did. They let us down last week, which was no fun. Um, I feel like this number can like literally never be three. Um, I made it one. I think since he should be like a small home favorite, uh, capturing three where we lo- where we push if they lose by a field goal, um, I just feel like it's like in- insanely valuable. And like I love me some Joe Burrow. I think Herbert's better. Um, the Chargers' coaching advantage yeah. in this game like cannot be overstated. Like with hmm. Staley over over Zach Taylor. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna give me three. Um, yeah, give me the Chargers here. It's my favorite bet of the week. I agree, man. I, I think I think Herbert's better too. I just wish Joe Lombardi would like allow him to throw the ball down the field every once in a while and uh, change up the play calls on first down. That'd be cool too. <laughs> Your thoughts on these double digit spreads? Which way would you lean? You got the Rams, 13 point home favorites against the Jags. And then also you have the uh, Bucks road dog, our road favorites, ten points taken on Atlanta. I know it's ten points. I'm gonna have to take Tampa in this spot. Uh, Rams, uh, my number in the game is thirteen, so I'm gonna stay away from that. Um, at twelve, I thought it was uh, Rams are nothing for me. I think Ken makes the game fourteen, hmm. so like Rams are nothing for me in that game. Um, and I think what's most interesting there is like how Stafford gonna play. I think the Rams should sit him for a week and play John Wolford. Like they can win this game with Wolford. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I think I came out with you guys like three weeks ago. I know I've said it on a bunch of places, including you better, you bet. But I said like, look, Stafford didn't look healthy before the bye. Generally in his career, when he has not looked healthy, it's like something's up with his back. And then the report comes out Sunday morning after I had already bet the Rams. And of course they lose uh, in Green Bay and I lose my bet. That was annoying. So we'll see about Stafford on Sunday. I think that's the most interesting thing about that game. And also, Daryl Henderson like doesn't look fully healthy right now. We'll see about his uh, status for Sunday. Could be a big-time game for Sony Michelle. That's a Rams or pass spot for me. In the other game, Tampa at Atlanta. Um, is the spread currently, is it 10 or is it 11? It yeah, is 10 and a half. 10 and today. a half now. But yeah, bet MGM's got a 10 and a half. I've seen 10, 10 and yeah, a half, and um, 11, yeah. Anything, anything above 10, uh, I consider Atlanta. Um, I make the game 10. So uh, it's not like a huge play or anything for me. I may not do it, but I would never bet Tampa at 10 and a half or 11. It's Atlanta or nothing. Um, I just think that 10 and a half is valuable with Atlanta in the spot at home with Cordero Patterson back. Um, I think opens up a lot of things in their offense as crazy as that sounds and helps Kyle Pitts out a lot as well. So Atlanta or nothing for me in that game right now. It's nothing. I haven't bet it, but I would not bet Tampa at anything above 10. Nick, really quick in the NBA, we're watching this Milwaukee Toronto game and uh, me and Q both have Milwaukee minus four, and Giannis was a late scratch. Uh, just really quickly, how are you betting the NBA from like a philosophy standpoint right now? Just because the the way that they're reporting injuries and how uh, close to game time they can report whether a player is in or out, uh, it makes it really hard to to bet early on in the day. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And like we got asked a lot, like, hey, how come you guys on you better you bet? Like, why do you do it? Like, right at the end of the show in the power hour, like it would be great if you could do it early and podcast it we can listen like at some point like if we don't get to listen live in that hour it's like well we can't because we don't know who's playing in the damn games ever so yeah no i i agree 100 percent. it makes it difficult um i've got the over in that game if it makes you feel any better over 216 which was put in before Giannis obviously was ruled out 
Um, I think Ken's got the Bucks and the over, so he may be in for double trouble here. So, yeah, I mean, this is this goes on in the NBA. It's pretty annoying. Um, I generally don't put my bets in until, like, when you bet or you bet ends. I spend 654 to, like, 658 putting in, like, nine hockey bets, like, eight NBA bets and whatever college basketball bets I haven't put in. And then I sigh, walk downstairs, uh, sigh of relief, and I watch Jeopardy for half an hour and get ready for the rest of my night. So that's generally how what, what I do with the NBA. I don't actually place the bets until like 6.57, like uh, Eastern time before the game starts. Well, Makes Nick, sense. Thanks for joining the show, Big Dog. 